Amen. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we do come this morning thanking you, first of all, for your grace, your goodness, your mercy, your kindness, your loving, your faithfulness that have been bestowed upon each and every one of us. We thank you right now, God, for the service that has already gone forth in your name. God, we just we came here because of who you are. Hallelujah. And we just thank you. Now, oh God, it's time for the preach word to go forward. And we have asked that you would hide me and Pastor Keith behind that old rugged cross that people will not see and hear us, but they will uh, see you and hear you through us. In other words, put us on the decrease while you increase in us. So that somebody's heart may be changed, that somebody's life might get turned around, that somebody might hear your word and come running saying, what must I do to be saved? And God, we'll be so careful to give your name, honor, and glory. We won't steal your praise. We thank you in Jesus' name. The church of the living God said amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. You have heard the reading of the scripture this morning, and um, and so I'll just give you our sermonic topic right off the bat, and that uh, happens to be, uh, and you all will get this, I'm sure, with the season in which we are in right now, and that word says, don't be a loud firecracker. Uh-oh, uh-oh, a loud firecracker. Don't be a loud firecracker. Yes, yes, yes. Um, as we speak, as we speak to you this morning, we are just merely, uh, Brother Rico, two days away from the second summer holiday uh, celebrated in America, which we call Independence Day, or, or, or more commonly called the 4th of July. Well, this, this well-known holiday, really it uh, it commemorates the Declaration of Independence, which was ratified by that Second Continental Congress back on July the 4th, 1776, which established us as the United States of America. Now, we might be uh, the states of America. I'm not quite sure about the United part. Just yet. Uh, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Can I speak what I, what I feel sometimes? Well, well, when we think about that 4th of July, I know for all of us, uh, it brings to our mind a few images. Come on now, who got some hot dogs and hamburgers that get up on that grill? Some ribs and some steak and ah, some baked beans. You all, you all know what we do um, and, and get it all going and have the music on in the backyard, you know. Uh-huh. And, and, and then some of us like to go out to the beach and, take a blanket and a picnic basket and just hang out for the day. Amen. And then uh, uh, then we watch parades. You know, those 4th of July parades. Uh, some occur in those big cities and then some occur in those small towns. Uh, uh, perhaps you like 
baseball and you find yourself just hanging out at the stadium or, or going to see those little leaguers play at those local parks. Uh, uh, but for some, for some of us, particularly in the African-American tradition, uh, that's when we get our, our, our family reunions going and our families will come together and we'll eat and be and, and drink and party and, and have a good time. And of course, we cannot uh, think about the 4th of July without thinking about fireworks. Yeah, yeah, fireworks. It's, it's hard to imagine this holiday without fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I, uh, I, as I was sitting and studying last night, I, all I could hear out in the distance, amen, somebody, was that your house was, was a lot of fireworks that were going off uh, in the local areas. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, but, you know, some people call these uh, uh, firecrackers. Yeah, not just the fireworks, but they are firecrackers. And firecrackers, uh, uh, if we look back, it marks the time when the man called Francis Scott Key uh, sat in a city called Baltimore, and he penned a song that talked about the bombs bursting in air that gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Uh-huh. It marks that day, uh, that day of the great display of those firecrackers that have become a main attraction for the colorful displays of fire against the backdrop of a dark sky. Anybody with me? Anybody with me so far? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, if, if I may bring this up into our attention this morning, there are some people, uh, Sister Leona, who hate the loud booms that are heard from near and far. Mm -hmm. uh, some of some people get a little nervous uh, when they hear uh, those sounds, uh, uh, those those sounds that uh, create fear and tension. Uh, um, and we can see it sometimes in our pets. Anybody ever had a dog that just get petrified when they begin to hear those fireworks or even thunderstorms sometimes? But when they hear those uh, fireworks going off, uh, sometimes small children. Uh, uh, they're trying to figure out what in the world is really going on. Uh, it is those sounds of those firecrackers that will have them uh, running for cover to find a spot where they cannot see them or hear them. I've seen children, I've been in the presence of some children that have become frantic at the sounds of fireworks uh, who, who will seek the comfort of their parents uh, who are in stark contrast uh, enjoying the displays of color and flashing light uh, as they look up at the sky in awe. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire in the sky can be our highlight uh, of our Independence Day celebrations, uh, or they can have uh, uh, some of us closing our eyes and, 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 and holding our hands over our ears uh, to block out the noise from the constant booms. And then this, 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 this conjures up in, in my spirit as we uh, look at the word of God 
because the word of God uh, 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 talks to us about Fire shows up, Reverend Denise, uh, uh, as something positive uh, uh, when we use it as a symbol of the precious Holy Spirit. Um, uh, fire, we know fire, it can represent the very presence uh, of our God. Ah, uh, Fire symbolizes God's radiance, uh, his glory as an aspect of his holiness. Didn't we sing this morning that he is holy? When Jeremiah, you all remember the prophet Jeremiah, when Jeremiah decided that he would not preach God's message anymore uh, because it was just too hard, it was just too tough, uh, he had to stop and think a minute and said that uh, he remembered that God's word was just like fire set up in his bones uh, and he was compelled to spread the message of God. We recall, does anybody recall that, that, that fire that came from the burning bush uh, that was not consumed uh, when Moses was speak, when Moses was on the side of the mountain uh, and the bush began to speak to him, uh, telling the man to take off his sandals uh, because where he was standing was holy ground. And it was with, with that utter amazement of how our God used a pillar of fire to lead the Israelites at night out in the wilderness. So, so we see, we see, we see that fire has many positives, uh, but it also can have some negative connotations, uh, my brothers and sisters. I, I read it in James. James tells us that the tongue is a flame of fire, a world of unrighteousness. Uh, and, and, and just with a word, you can spark a fire with the use of your tongue. Is anybody understanding me this morning? Uh, does anybody remember, you all remember the story of these three Hebrew boys that King Nebuchadnezzar tried, to, he tried to use fire, am I right about it? Uh, to kill Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they refused to, to bow down to the king after he wanted to put them and he succeeded in putting them in to the fiery fire and the word of God teaches us that they turned up the heat seven times hotter in order to consume them but oh God by the mighty hand of God hallelujah they survived as a matter of fact uh, he, uh, the, the king looked in and said that one of them <laughs> didn't we put three in but I see four one of them looks like the Son of God. Uh, oh, my, my, my. Yes, yes, yes. And how about this? How about this? If we uh, uh, back up and take a look at Leviticus 10 and 1, we will read about a strange fire, which was a fire that did not belong to God. It was unauthorized, and it was a foreign fire that the Lord rejected. People of God. Come on, Pastor King. People of God. Fire can be a good thing. And it can be a bad thing. When it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, 
is bad. That's why we wanted to tell you, to remind you this morning, that we don't want you to be a human firecracker. Come on, Pastor. Amen, amen. So looking at our text this morning, I would like to go to the Amplified Bible where it says, listen carefully, all of you who kindle your own fire. That means you are devising your own man-made plans for salvation. And it says, who surround yourselves with torches? Meaning when you set those figurative fires, you are arsonists. Y'all know that word. And you're arsonists with your own words and your own actions. So she mentioned about the tongue. The tongue helps us to say the words. And then with body language, we know how to do all the actions. It says then that, and this is, is Isaiah speaking where God has said to him, he said, so you walk by the light of your self-made fire. You made the fire, so you got to walk by it. And you're arming your torches, meaning that you're lighting up your fire holders and you're spreading your words and your actions that set you ablaze. Mm -hmm. After all of that, then God says in response, but this you will have from my hand. You will lie down in a place of torment. He was talking to those hard-headed Israelites out there in the wilderness, telling them who were always complaining about something, using their mouths to start fights. And the ugly thing about it was they were starting fires against God himself. Uh, so the English Standard Version says, Behold, all you who have kindled a fire, those who equip yourselves with burning torches. He's talking about those unbelieving Jews who, like many in today's society, base their ideas and their actions on what the world is doing. Uh -huh. Sometimes we get too hung up on what the world is doing. Yeah. I hope you knew that Isaiah was telling the truth, that, that, that these people would Never mind what God had told them to do, but they were doing whatever they felt like they were going to do. If it was of the world, they did it. They followed the policies. They followed the guidelines. They followed the rules. They followed the, the everything that the devil would say do because the devil was ruling the world. And so they would sit there and do things that were of the world. Now, God is saying to us in today's fear uh, that we are to be inclusive of God and not exclusive. We got to trust God and we got to have faith in God. We cannot start fires and put them out there to burn up what God has created. 
Though they flatter themselves with the appearance, is what this word says, with the appearance of a great and successful relationship with God, they find that they're often far from it. I'm not going to stay in long because I just wanted to say a few things and sit down. I probably can speak it out better than I can sing it because my voice is not what it used to be. But I can remember back when I was in undergraduate school at North Carolina A&T State University. Amen. (laughs) When some of the guys, Minister Matt, are in my dormitory. And that dormitory was named Scott Hall, and it housed about 80% of all men on the campus. That 80% represented 80% of the males out of about a total of 9,000 students. This was in the late 70s and the early 80s. But these men decided that they were going to invade the girls' dormitory next to our door. Of course, I thought this was a stupid idea. I never would participate in anything stupid. The guys, my roommates, and the guys down the hall, they used to love to get into wrestling matches and stuff. I think, no, count me out. Well, this night they decided that they were going to invade the dorm uh, next door. And so they called themselves the Raiders, and and they were going to go to the room and steal women's intimate wear. Y'all know what intimate wear is. They wanted to steal all that they could steal. Worldly stuff. Sin-driven stuff. So they they went running. Got over there on the fire escape and began to try to get into the women's dorm. But as they began to climb the fire escape. The women were right there with a few firecrackers. And they were just throwing them out there at them. And they holler out, firecracker, firecracker, boom, boom, boom. And the men decided, see, Jay, that they, they must have made a mistake. The next thing we know, here comes the security. And they were grabbing them, and, and they kept letting the woman throw the firecrackers and pull these guys out of these girls' dorms. And, and so these ladies kept on firecracker, firecracker, boom, boom, boom. I bet you those men realized that they had started fires that they didn't need to start. You see, they were, it showed how easy it was to become a human firecracker because they symbolized how they brought trouble on themselves. We can bring trouble on ourselves many a time because God will allow us to bring trouble on ourselves. He will allow it through our own will and through our own abstinence. But it, we will become, as a result, human firecrackers. So so let your words be godly words. Amen. Let your actions be godly actions. Yeah. If you're going to strike fire, then you must strike it with godly 
tones in it. You must, you must decide that your beliefs and your habits and your actions and your words yes. must be godly words. Amen. I know we're near the 4th of July, and, and sometimes we try to make sermons that are relevant. But it's our job this morning to also tell you that God is saying that we've got to stop being the firecrackers, the human kind. So permit me, and I'll take my seat just to break down a few of the types of firecrackers out there. I did some research. I went and I looked. And uh, Pastor I was even asking me, what are you talking about, Pastor Keith? <laughs> And I said, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to tell you all that firecrackers and fireworks are related. So let me tell you, first of all, there are some types of firecrackers where there are the bombs that are bursting in the air. I think we all know that. We are sometimes like those because we are loud and we are boisterous and, and we we do do that with our praise and our shouting, but yeah, yeah. sometimes it can be quite negative if we're not trying to praise the Lord. Amen. We have what in, is in music called great vibrato. Amen. Oh yeah, we, we offer thunderous praise while we're in church. Uh, when everything is going well, but, but when we get out of church sometimes, that's when the bombs start bursting in that. Uh, we, we have a loud praise. That's good. But sometimes outside of church, we don't praise God enough. Folks don't even know you go to church. <laughs> uh, but, but the negative side is showing it's bursting in air. And, and we burst loudly with little that gets accomplished. Well, let me go to the sparklers. You know, the sparklers, they... They light up extremely bright on the little tiny stick. Uh, they bright up real light at first, and, and but they quickly go right out in less than a minute. Have burned all the any time. They are greatly involved in the church, and then sometimes as quickly as they come in, they back out the party. The door. I, 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 I ain't nobody here. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Then there are the rockets. Where the rockets are, are, who are launched into the air off the launching pad. And they can climb to enormous heights. In other words, they seem to be very successful in church. But they, they like those Israelites, they lose their attitude. And they lose their altitude. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they had it when they first got started. But as time went on, they lost it over time. For right. those in our present day context, they are the people who, when they first got saved, they only wanted to give God their best. Yeah. Oh, they love God. They told it the big Bible. And they told everybody how good God was. Oh, yeah, but, but after a while, oh, they, they, when they, they got to a part where they decided that, that God wasn't worthy. They didn't say that. 
but they decided it by their actions, by their tongue. But they, they decided that they, they were going to be a little more complacent towards God. That's what the Israelites, they did that. They were complacent to God. They didn't read the Bible because they, well, in some cases they didn't have one. But now we got a Bible and we certainly don't read it. Uh, we, we, we don't get there and read the Bible. We don't listen for the, the smooth, small voice. We don't hear Jesus, so we're related in Jesus. They are, they, they're, they're following what he said and did, but they, they don't seem to have that same Holy Spirit that we once had when they first got saved. So the children of Israel had other human firecracker types. Let me just give those and I'll take my seat. They had the fountain types. And the fountains are relatively positive. They serve in the background. Work behind the scenes to help make things better. Y'all know we got them in this church. They help to make things better. They're behind the scenes. They don't care about the credit. They are looking to make sure things are done. They're willing workers. They're intercessory prayer warriors. They're the folk you can call in the middle of the night who will come and help you, who will lift you up when you are down. That's a positive, the fountains. But there are some negatives. And uh, I gave you some. Let me give you one more, one, two more. They are some called the cakes, C-A-K-E-S. They're pretty. They come in a small pack. But they only last in God's work a few seconds because they ignite all at once in a predetermined order. They, they somewhat like the sparklers, but they, they get started. They ignite. They, they, you can make them angry, and, and, and they ain't going to be a pretty cake no more. And similar to the cakes are the mines, M-I-M-E-S. Their work that these types of firecrackers do is short-lived. But it is dramatic and spectacular. They are generally the loudest of all other firecrackers. The minds in the church can be positive or negative depending on how the, the outcomes have been desired. But these types of firecrackers will be short-styled individuals. To sum it all up, we just wanted you to know that God was saying to these Israelites, and he's saying to us today, listen carefully to what I'm saying. You're kindling your own fires. I don't like it. So don't start your own fires. Don't devise your own man-made plans of salvation. Don't create your own religion and, and do things that are not pleasing in my sight. Don't surround yourself with other folk who are having fires themselves. Because you know, some people, as long as you talk, they're going to talk. 
As long as you talk negative, they're going to talk negative. As long as you talk positive, they'll talk positive. And he's telling us that we must live with all those fires that we made. If we made them, we got to live with them because God will allow at the end of it all for you to be sent or allowed a place where you will be tormented. In other words, if you're making trouble, we are playing with fire. And God will let us go ahead and hold our, he will hold our feet to the fire. That mess that we create, God will lift those flames to us and he will hold us right there. I hope y'all understand why we tried to say this this morning because 4th of July is coming and we got people who are bursting in the air all the time. They are the minds, the cakes, and all the other sparklers that we talked about. But God has a message for all of us. And he's saying, understand me when I tell you what I say. Don't become a loud firecracker. And the people of God.